0: Welcome to Future of Flushing, I'm Vito Calissi. With me is Jonathan Barron, and over here to my left is Ronald Hernandez. Now Ronald, you're playing for the Marlins. You find out you've been traded for a major league player in David Robertson. What does that feel like to get traded for a major league player?
1: It's very nice because I never imagined that. I feel very grateful with God for the opportunity. that's awesome you've had a great
2: season so far you started the year in the fcl obviously with the marlins and you come over and play for the fcl mets now really with the port st Lucie mets but in the fcl you have the second highest on base percentage and you led the league in weighted runs created plus so you were a very very productive player at the plate what helped you be so productive this season
3: my main motivation was to work for the team to push the team to be the best version of myself that i can be and um obviously through hard work and dedication that's what's been my main motivation and what pushed me because of my desire to move forward to be better to do better and one thing that stands out about your game is
2: your patience at the plate more walks than strikeouts when did you develop that impec- that impeccable
3: patience at the
1: plate I always started,
3: you know, being rather successful against fastballs, I got a lot of home runs through that, and then you know, as the times went by, I guess the pitchers realized that, you know, they need to throw more curveballs and, you know, knuckleballs at me, so um, I did a little bit of homework and I realized that, you know, more often than not, I wasn't being as successful as I was against the fastballs. Um, with the, compared to the other throws, so basically that developed you know a sense of me trying to focus on what I'm good at and just basically forcing the pitcher to make the mistake.
0: Now you're a native of Venezuela. Another famous Venezuelan played for the Mets, Francisco Alvarez. Have you gotten any chances to speak with him?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I saw him on, on this spring training. Uh, we spoke a little over a little bit, and then you know, mentioned that it's my intention to stay in Miami around that area to train and work in my off season. You know, with uh, through my um, catching coach Hector Alvarez, we're trying to set it up so that I can do some reps with him and just learn from him. Oh, during the off season,
0: I just noticed while we were talking, talking about Miami used to play there. You're wearing a Miami Dolphins bracelet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you do you watch are you a Miami Dolphins fan do you get <laughs> in the football
1: No 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 use before the trade I went to the Hard Rock Stadium <laughs> Yeah and um, I have I have uh, a Mar- Miami Marlins here and the same day when when he went the, the to the this clubhouse I remember I say like use I flipped the bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> Turned it over. I took the Marlins one
3: off. Um, obviously, noticing that was he came to this clubhouse. But then I bought the Dolphins one as well, and then I threw obviously the Marlins one away. Coming here. Well, we need to get you a
2: New York Jets bracelet next, but we'll work yeah, on that. Yeah. Speaking of the Marlins, as Vito mentioned, the trade that happened. Talk about you know since you've come over to the Mets, what you've noticed about the Mets player development system, your impressions of the Mets organization as a whole.
1: The
3: main thing I've noticed uh, from a journey from the Marlins and up to here is that the main thing is that the Mets do care about the player as the individual and they do appreciate um, the hard work and the dedication that I put in as a player, whether if I have good days or bad days. They don't treat you as, you know, a low-tier player. They don't treat you as, you know, a random player. They do see you as a human
0: being, and they also focus on, you know, the human side of me as a, as a player. Let's go back to your 17 years old. You signed your professional deal with the Marlins back then, but that deal was close to a million dollars. Closer to a million dollars than any deal genre I've ever signed. <laughs> what does it feel like? To sign a deal like that at such a young
1: age.
0: It was
3: a huge responsibility for me. Um, it is a huge motivator. Obviously, money's not my main motivator, but it was a huge bonus to see that, you know, such a young age, to see that, you know, I'm going through the right path. And obviously it was never something that motivated me as far as the money's concerned, but obviously as the possibility of, you know, providing a better future for my family and for myself and obviously the, the contract for the Marlins, it was originally arranged when I was fourteen years old. So you know, it was, it was a huge, huge thing, huge responsibility added to the pressure that obviously there's a lot of eyes on me and, you know, to, to do better, to be better, but that ultimately fuels me to improve as a, as a player.
0: And before we started this, you told us that the first thing you bought wasn't for yourself, it was for somebody else. Do you want to tell everybody what that first big purchase you
1: made was?
3: My first purchase ever was for my mom. Um, it was a truck uh, because I lost my father when I was eight years old. And, you know, my mom always had memories of my father talking about that specific truck. So the first ever bit of money that I made, I made it sure that I was, it was going to be for her. And every single thing that I do, as far as money-wise is concerned, I always make sure the focus more on my mother and my sister.
1: I know
3: this is kind of a rough transition here
2: from that, but your first year of pro ball was in the DSL. You came over to the States. This is now your second year stateside. And you've made incredible improvements from last year to this year. What do you think, what lessons did you learn in your first year in the United States that have helped you be so successful in year two since coming stateside?
1: I
3: think the main thing I've noticed is um, just obviously working on my mental game, um, working on how calm I am, working on basically not rushing into any decision, not rushing myself as a player, um, the main thing I have is obviously have the opportunity to talk to a lot of professionals like Jose Iglesias, um, you know, spent a couple of hours talking about my mental game and obviously I, he lived the dream that I want to live, you know, rather sooner rather than later. So that's been huge for me. Um, it's been a great opportunity and I
1: can't wait to keep going.
3: Now you just mentioned Jose Iglesias
2: a shortstop. How about catchers? What were some catchers that you gotten to spoke to or catchers that you really just enjoy watching and you try to model your game after?
1: I got the chance to in talk to a couple of major leaders of the Marlins, me Salis, me and, um,
3: you know, I remember vividly the first thing I told them was, you know, can you, I need you to help me so because I want your job.
2: <laughs> también, <laughs> and,
3: um, yeah, basically, I haven't really had the chance to speak to any Venezuelan catchers, but uh, that's something
0: that, that's definitely in my books and you know, that's something that I would love to do at some point soon. So we're heading into the off-season right now. What are some goals you have going into next year?
1: Be healthy, work
0: my body. Um, you know, get
3: more, tonific- more toning up
1: my arms and get
3: you know strong with my la legs la- and so overall be thin,
2: healthy for next season. Para todo el año. And the Marlins and the Mets are in the same division. Yeah. Marlins signed you. They traded you. Yeah. You keep that in the back of your mind. You want to prove them wrong. You, you know, you want to prove that the Marlins made a mistake by trading you away. See.
1: Sí. <laughs> <laughs> Believe we'll it at that. No, I decir- can It'd be easier for me to say yes,
3: but obviously, I would rather let my actions do the talking,
1: so,
2: (laughs) One last question. You and Marco were traded together, Marco Vargas. Did that make it easier, the transition coming, I mean, you literally guys drove from Jupiter to Port St. Lucie, coming together and knowing someone already here on the team?
3: When the from the moment we found out, it was rather special because we woke up early that day. Obviously, we had the chance to say goodbye to our, our former teammates, and we, you know it was rather a nervous morning for all of us. We were focusing you know on improving on you know just leaving a good image with our previous organization. Just obviously, while we were you know putting all our things in the car and we started driving, and you know as we were driving, it was kind of a surreal experience because we all realized that wow, we're no longer Marlins players and now we're Mets, and then you know as we got here to Lucy to the parking lot, we realized, wow, it's, it's it's happening, it's it's real. So you know, we were quite thankful that we knew most of the guys over here because we played against them on a regular basis. So you know, it was quite easy to fit in and to you know join the organization without any sort of issues.
1: Who controlled the music? Everybody, everybody. Uh, I don't know. I'm um, Nick Moravito. Nick Moravito. Yeah. Every time he puts Rihanna. They
2: all love Rihanna, everyone. <laughs> so we've spoken to a lot of your teammates, both on the FCL and PSL side. Everyone loves Rihanna. Is she like, she's a favorite here,
1: right? I think. Yeah, seems <laughs> I, so. I, 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 I hear Rihanna every day.
0: <laughs> well, we're gonna ask Marco a question about you, just to tell us a funny story, but do you have a funny story about Marco that you'd like to tell us? De Marco. <laughs> See. Marco I got a lot of stories
1: <laughs> 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 With Marco
3: I got a lot of good stories obviously you know he went through a lot as a player to be signed you know to get to where he's at in his career and it's you know nothing but admiration for him but yeah it's just mostly just good stories overall
1: well we're excited
2: to watch both you and Marco write the rest of your story very young but so much talent so Thanks a lot for taking the time to join us and best of luck this off season. We'll see you next spring training.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank you.